The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous. Requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. How you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here, along with Ben and Anthony. Thanking you, as always, for listening. We appreciate it very much. For all those first-timers out there, if you haven't done so already, please rate, follow, and uh, what else do they do? Rate and follow. Subscribe. Subscribe. Follow is subscribe, I guess. Do all that good stuff. Follow along for all the fun times, week after week, every Wednesday. At 6 to 7 a.m., depending on when the editor gets it out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's been late the last couple times. But you know what? We're, we're, we're fucking... This is the dark era. <laughs> uh, spiders. Oh, man. Ben and Anthony, tell them where to go. <laughs> what up? What up? Uh, we have an Instagram. It's a beautiful thing. It's big. It's uh, girthy. It's veiny. It's at unofficial underscore pod. You can follow us there for all the clips, the memes, the links in the bio and the link tree. Come on, join the party, man. We, we got it going on over there. Last I checked, there were two dudes standing in the corner naked. And uh, it's a Pride Month, so we're, we're into that. So happy Pride Month. Shout out to you. Uh, email us, hi at uipodcast.com. Let us know what you think. We have our man, our main man, NY Frank, holding it down for us each and every week in those emails. Get involved in that party. Uh, less naked guys in that party, but we would still like you to attend it. Um, speaking of guys who like to get naked at parties, I have my friend Anthony here who's going to tell you about the website. Anthony, put your pants back on and take it from here. No promises on the pants, but you know what I can promise you? A fucking psychedelic website. I'm talking about www.unofficialpod.com. It is your one-stop shop to get to everything unofficial intelligence in between episodes. I'm talking about a built-in media player, links to our latest episodes on YouTube, which aren't that latest. But we do have our still the email greatest. link. To, <laughs> it is the greatest. Still have our email link in there, so you can email us directly from there. As Ben said, him and the other guy will be naked in there for Pride Month. So if you need to check it out, you will check it out. I'm telling you what to do because I am very dominant in the uh, came in with the paint. dominance before we popped. Yeah. Just telling us what, yeah. what we can, can and can't say. Yeah, maybe. So <laughs> that's what we do. Nah, we call them MBLs, natural born leaders. Um. Anyway, I'm boring these folks to death as I always do. Go to www.unofficialpod.com and be on board. Being on board is a good thing to be. Yeah, I say. Uh, I almost wore my white Nike hat, and it's very much the same it's, style. It's actually, uh, it's not white. It's not white. <laughs> it's a, uh, 
It's uh, borderline seafoam. Oh, borderline seafoam. Oh, it's the yeah. lights, I guess. Yeah. I always wanted a seafoam uh, Fender Stratocaster mm. when I was yeah. coming up, and as the kids say. Yeah, that was always a nice, uh, nice looking. When you were color. Make, making your ranks through the fucking rock bands. Yeah, when I was uh, climbing my way up the pop punk <laughs> legend chart. It's crazy. I've been like having a, a hankering for uh, so, some of the music from from those days. I think it was because uh, vinyl me, please. I used to be in that you know vinyl subscription every month, and uh, I still get like the emails. I follow them on Instagram, so they were doing like a Death Cab for Cutie album uh, mm. this month. Nice. And uh, is it only one? Is it only one album a month, or do they like cater it they, to? Yeah, they have different. Uh, they have different genres now. You could get. Um, it's basically. I think it's. I, I, it's been a while since I've been on the site, but it might be just like the classic one, um, which is their curation and it's whatever it is. It could be a hip hop album, could be whatever, but they also have like a throwback and and a hip hop specific one. So you could either get three a month, um, or j- just the one. But uh, I I got a, you know a handful of times when it was like like I got the a, a repressing of uh, uh, De La Soul. Was it three nice. feet, three feet high and rising right or yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously there was like legal stuff with De La Soul and like they hadn't even put any of their music on iTunes and stuff like that. So the vinyl was a big deal. Um, like I think the, the original pressing is like a few hundred dollars. The special edition repressing that I have on 180, 180 gram weight vinyl, uh, again, a few hundred dollars for like the new one. Um, but then they just, they just recently put out their stuff. Everywhere, like digitally and uh, the, you know repressing stuff, but you know, so I mean, a lot of the records I have from that subscription are, you know, worth at least a hundred bucks at least. And the uh, and I think the subscription at the time was like twenty seven thirty. It went up, you know. Wow, wasn't quite on the Netflix uh, rate, but it went up, you know, since I since being in it. But still, I mean, for what you for what you get, like I said, just the repressing, like the. Everything was like heavy duty gatefold. There was like special artwork that was made for it. And I got Jay Dilla donuts on that. Um, a lot of good stuff. Fucking Fuji's. Mm. <sighs> Man, a lot of good stuff. Before you said all the artists and stuff, there was a lot of words that I didn't understand. <clears throat> gatefold. Well, like the, yeah, the 180 know. grams and stuff like that. Yeah, 180 yeah. gram is just like thick. Uh, vinyl they could they could chisel in like a deeper groove so you get like more accurate and like dynamic sound and um if you look at like an, uh, a record from back in the day i mean like you could fucking throw it on the ground like they you could like break it like a plate they were like thin yeah. and fucking you know very like uh fragile so the the heavier weight uh vinyl gets uh like i said just a better you know creates a better production of the sound do they last longer they do yeah they do they do yeah oh yeah i don't know where is that now but it it was interesting like you know because vinyl you know blew up uh, you know over the last like decade and uh got so popular again that there wasn't enough like actual places that could press the vinyl um you know there's only so many of them and then uh, you know They've since created like, you know, more just like to keep up with like demand and stuff. But for a bit, it was like, 
the the pressing companies or whatever couldn't even keep up with uh with everything so it is cool though like i don't i have you know obviously i don't have a single cd anymore i, gave, I think i gave my like that but you know that little binder that you had under the seat i think my brother mm. took that um but what? have everything through apple music now and then like the ones i was that gonna I say when was the last time when was the last time you played a cd I was talking about this over the weekend. Like, uh, I haven't looked in my new Tiguan, but the old one, it was like hidden in the glove box, the CD mm-hmm. player. It's like, so they might as well put the thing in the fucking trunk. You know what I mean? It's like, so I, I remember Brian's uh, Jetta, he had a six CD changer, but it was in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like right under the, the hood part, right? Uh, the, the, the actual trunk. It was like part. on the side, you know, oh, where they the keep side, like yeah. the, like the, um, like the stuff for, for changing like, your truck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the roadside key. The, Volks- the Volkswagen engineers were like, just make sure you have a locked and loaded. <laughs> you have six CDs. What do you need to have? You could drive all the way across Europe. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? You go from Croatia to Spain. <laughs> yeah, I have two vinyls. One is a Coheed and Cambria. Nice. Special. And then I have... I looked, I tried looking it up. I have a a very old copy of Abbey Road. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing drugs. But it, it was it was um not pressed by the original pressing company. It was pressed by Apple. Okay. Apple like the Beatles. And I don't the Beatles company, Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Apple is their recording company. Yeah, I don't know how much I don't think those were worth as much, but my brother gave me like one of those, uh, like the travel. They look like a little briefcase of vinyl play because I didn't have anything to play vinyl on. Yeah, was it like the Crosley special? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Crosley. I was like, this, I was like, this is probably not the best way to play one of the most legendary albums. No, nah, it's nice when, when you do have like a nice system. It, it really is the best way to listen to music if, if you're not fucking live. It's just, What's more important though, the the record player or the speakers? Uh, neither. It's the fucking needle. Really? Yeah, the needle. Uh, you get like uh, I always get the colors mixed up. I think like the Ortofon blue is like what like a, was that a, word? Is the or, Ortof <laughs> Ortofon Ortofon or Ortofone O R T O F O N? But I'm sure it's fucking German or whatever. Um, they make they make needles and like cartridges for like, you know that arm that fucking you drop down onto. There's a there's a cartridge yeah. that holds a needle, and uh, the better the needle, the the better it you know fits in the groove and you know just reads everything and and uh, you know like a re- I think again there's like blue red, I think even black and I, I don't know. Easy. The Germans um, made that too. <laughs> <laughs> No, they actually got we them. have they- all these needles. We lost the ball. What are we going to do? <laughs> Play sick jams? <laughs> I heard the Beatles are pretty popular. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that'll run you like three, four hundred bucks. Just for the needle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, the same. Uh, <laughs> my, my old director got me into uh, vinyl and... Uh, he had like, I mean, his thing was like thousands of dollars. He had old Bose speakers from like the 60s. Uh, 
and they were like, you know, mint condition. They had like the nice cloth, uh, like grill and like just beautiful wood cabinets on these like beautiful, like spindled fucking stands and, um, yeah, just ridiculous. And he had that running through like a tube preamp with like exposed tubes. You can see them. They're all lit up and shit, just warming everything up. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> he had a, uh. The actual table that he had was really cool. I forget the brand, but it was just like a circle. Like, a, I think I'm pretty sure it was like a, a white circular like disc. And you, you just, I mean, that the, the table alone, I think was, it was a few grand and it just has like the weight in the center. Um, and uh, was it, there's two types of turntables. There's, there's direct drive turntables and belt drive turntables. Uh, and, uh, now I'm blanking. I think, I think for like scratching and 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 that the the direct drive was what they wanted because the belt where there was like a little lag. I don't know. So I think the better ones are direct drive. I might have that polar opposite, but that his was the better one. I have the better one. So I don't think it's a belt. I don't know. I mean, ignorant moment of the week here. Yeah, but but, but all that stuff. To, all that stuff plays in. Really. And, and, but how much? better dude i'm telling you yeah, i mean it's so much better like cd quality is 44.1 hertz or so, i believe and the fucking the record and gilbert's listening to this and he's probably fucking cursing me out right now because he i'm sure he knows for sure but uh yeah but vinyl just sonically is like is the best way to listen to music it's the it, you know just think of it as the biggest file size if it were a digital you know what i mean if it were a digital thing but it's like Okay. You know what I mean? Cuz like if an MP up. MP3 is such a crushed super compressed version, but I mean now that they they mix, you know, you see like mastered for iTunes. Now they have the you know, was it lossless and shit like that. So it's a little bit of a different ball game there, but uh yeah, vinyl records. I, I'll never forget he played I think Iron Maiden's like first album. I, I don't even like Iron Maiden. And he played that first album and I and I was like I fucking love this band. It sounded so fucking good. The bass every like so I went out and got it, and uh, I mean, it sounds good on mine, but I mean, his, it was just like, you hear, you hear the stick hitting the cymbal, you know what I mean? You hear the fucking plastic pick flicking the metal string. You hear all these little nuances that just makes it such a more like immersive experience when you listen to it on like a good system, good speakers. You really do appreciate the music so much more. And then it's like, it's like therapeutic, you know, you, you go, you, you, you look for the album you want. You put it on, you know, you got to get up and change it. Like, so it's, it's, it's an experience. You're listening to the music. You're not. Yeah. You're more like actively listening rather than just like it's in the background because it's like a thing to like, you got to like kind of maintain it. So. All right. I mean, I'm going to sit here and play devil's advocate and say at some point, not, I'm going to ask a question from that opposing viewpoint. Can you say maybe in the future, with all the AI and technology, do you think that that might be able to be kind of like simulated in digital form? Or is it all just dependent upon like the side? Cause like, you know how they're using uh, generative AI in like Photoshop now, where you can kind of like use AI to like paint portions of a picture that aren't there. Maybe you could do the same thing with sound and music. Well, is that you possible? Can, you you can already add like, you know, those pops and like hisses and shit like that and make it kind of sound like it's, but you can't, I mean, 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like really, uh, the science behind the lossless audio. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Know, you know what I mean? I, All I know is that I should play that one when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but there, there's, it, there's something. There's something. You know, that's what the beauty of music that it's like. It's it's it grows. You know, with, with time, but it's also timeless in, in that you still have an acoustic instrument and like. Yeah, and and the the analog recording of that and reproduced for vinyl record is is way better than any other digital audio format, just because it's not restrained to a certain bandwidth. So, I, I don't know, and then also too, you know, I feel like we'll have flying cars. I'll still want, like, I'm kind of like I'm an old soul now. Like, I'll still want to put a fucking record on. It's cool too. I mean, like you hear like a lot of people just say it's like the experience of, you know, you have that big piece of album artwork with like the lyrics inside yeah. and just sit down, you, you know, drink a glass of whiskey or wine or yeah. whatever your preference is, just kind of like make a night of it. No. And that's, yeah, I used to do that a lot all the time. And you had your, uh, Marshall speaker in the, in the living room slash dining room area before I got the, uh, the Sonos play five and that Marshall thing fucking sounds fucking amazing. You still have that, man? Yeah. It's like honestly just check decoration at this point, but and it makes for great decoration it. because it, you got like <laughs> yeah. the you got like the olive Tolex with like the cloth grill, right? Like you got the nice one, yeah, the gold knobs yeah. and shit. Yeah, we got one at the comedy club. Uh, we they got the, yeah you know, they fucking they got a Sonos like the new Sonos, but their Wi-Fi is so duke that like it, it's constantly like skipping and pausing and like. Yeah, they're not like set up for that. I love Sonos though. I'm the biggest I am a stan for Sonos. Uh but they got like a smaller version of the Marshall and not nearly as nice as the one Ben has. It's like it's just all black. Yeah. Um and uh and it fucking bumps. It's like half the size. It fucking those things sound really, really good. Marshall knows what it was, it, they were doing. Yeah. Um makes me think about when again going back to the pop punk days, literally bought a full stack or no, a half stack Marshall. <laughs> yeah. For like, it's so stupid. Probably like, the hell did I ever need that for? Yeah. Well, our, our other friend there, he had, he had full stacks and fucking, he had tons of shit and, and like different heads and like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy though. Like I, you go, you can go see like a kind of popular band and they literally have like a small ass amp yeah. that they just mic up yeah. to the PA. Cause it's just the sound that they like, like you never needed these huge like stack and you were playing the stack like we would practice and like the stack would be on like volume level like two yeah which was <laughs> which defeated the purpose because like in order to really fucking get the tone you you want out of those amps you got to crank them that's yeah. why it's it's better to have a lower watt amp that you fucking put on 10 than yeah. a fucking thousand watt head that you never put past one on the fucking volume knob <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's not even it's so stupid it's not even breaking up you're like it just you just sound like you're playing clean guitar the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's go ahead. It showed something that could never be proven to anybody else that you were just in it to fucking win it. What was the most expensive thing you got here? No, exactly. Store? Yeah, just a spoiled kid, like just getting like. Well, that's Blink One Eight Two uses that on stage, so I need a fucking Marshall stack. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, you you're Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, no, you and need then, that speaker that you like attach to your belt and like walk around <laughs> a party with. Oh, this guy! Yeah, live call on air. Uh, no, I just 
I just ended it. It was my brother. He's in Vegas. He's got he's got the timing of an Italian mom. You know that. What, oh, what, six. What's the uh, what's the insurance commercial where he's like it's he's like in he's in the middle of like a action sequence something out of Mission Impossible and his mom oh, yeah, his mom, mom calls him <laughs> as he's like skydiving <laughs> evading bullets and she's like your father has diarrhea again. <laughs> yeah. She's like what? <laughs> and he's calling again, dude. What the fuck? And I'm not. I'm keeping this in because I want you to hear this when you listen to it, Chris. You're fucking this shit up. I miss you, Chris. I don't know. Can I answer it and keep the Zoom? You think? No, it's gonna replace the Zoom. Yeah, this fucking guy. Take a hint, motherfucker. Stop calling my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Please, just do it. <laughs> Can you hear the the ringtone playing back? Or yeah, that, yeah. You you hear it? Nice. Yeah. Hopefully that's all uh, on the record. Yeah, it should be. Matching the melody note for note. <laughs> I've heard, dude, think about how long that, that that ringtone has been with us. Yeah, we got five bucks on a, on a fucking hat trick for the call. You think he's going to go back to back to back? Oh my God, what's the over on that? I I've mean, what's the, the year, odds on that? The year is 2023. I, I, I've never seen a back to back call in years. I, I mean, depends on how drunk is he? He better That's be. true. It's. I mean, it's only six oh one. If he there. if he call if he calls one more time, I got to pick up because it's probably like you gotta come get me. I'm in jail, bro. I'm like, Chris, you're, <laughs> you're you're in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but he only had one calls, and you. Yeah, he, true. He used his other one. He just shivs somebody for that second call, and you declined it. No, you ignored it. <laughs> I ignored both. You of let them. it ring through. You let it ring through. Yeah, we're live on that. The fun- okay, sorry. The, the funny thing is, you're gonna call him back. Be like, "Yo, what's up?" And it's gonna be nothing. And you're like, "No, no, no." And he's gonna be like, "You're gonna be like, well, you called me, bro." He's like, "Oh, I did." <laughs> 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 that that would happen so many times with uh, Frank. Frank would call me like wasted out of his mind, and I would call him <laughs> back. And he'd be like, "Yeah, hey, well, what are you calling me for?" It's like, "Bro, you called me." And he just holds the fucking phone to his ass and farts. Fucking <laughs> 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 animal. We love you, Frank. Oh, man. Speaking of Franks, I mean, is it that time? Might be, oh, yeah, might be that time. Uh, we got another email keeping that streak alive. From none other than NY Frank, uh, appropriately titling this email, New York, New York, uh, boys. Shout out to the amazing aunt on the completion of your college studies. Mm. Golf clap. Thanks, Mr. Frank, and I hope that your back gets better from carrying this fucking email inbox. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's digital, baby. Fits on an SD card. Our t- uh, our two biggest emailers are Ny Frank and Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom yeah. sends us like two emails every day. Nice. We should we should start fucking reading their emails on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to NY Frank. As we get ready for the first two games of the Subway Series, but you know, if you're listening to this episode when it airs, we're already one in the books. Uh, I'm glad the Yankees got that W. Uh, I just gonna put that out there. It ended in a tie. <laughs> yeah, the first baseball game ended in a tie. Uh, as they had ready- to call the game because neither team was scoring runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had to call the game on account of boredom. Uh, first game in the books for lack of offense. <laughs> Um, as, as we get ready for the first two games of the Subway Series, it's hard to get excited considering the recent play of these two teams this past week. The Yanks finished their homestand with a 2-4 and four record while the Mets' road trip was 1-5. and five. 
Both teams are nine and a half games back in their respective divisions, and if they don't figure it out soon, it's going to be a long, painful summer. Shout out buying season tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you like up the, ga- the game plan this year, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, with the two big guns on the injured list, both teams just aren't hitting or pitching well. Both were abysmal yesterday. The Yanks scored two runs on three hits, while the Mets scored one run on three hits. Hopefully they get their shit together. Would tell you how I really feel, but I know this is a family-friendly show. Uh, actually, it's not, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, let it out. Yeah, please. You, you can air the grievances. Uh, I do uh, make it a point to always check the explicit box when I publish the episode. <laughs> um, if we were a CD, we'd have the parental advisory sticker right there in the bottom right corner. Uh, listen at your own risk, motherfuckers. Hard ER on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard. Uh, speaking of injuries, Steve's shoulder is fucking chopped meat. No, uh, <laughs> I was telling Steve how heartbreaking it was to watch DeGrom break down during his press conference as he announced he has to have Tommy John surgery. He's since had a successful surgery. Uh, I know Mets fans may have mixed emotions, but he's one of the good guys in baseball. Watched Flamin' Hot over the weekend. Good movie, based on a true story. Time to go. Have a good weekend. Uh, I'm sorry. Have a good week and a great weekend. Happy Father's Day to all those wonderful dads out there. And my friend. That's right. This Sunday is the dad's day. Father's Day. Anthony. How's it feel? <laughs> good. Nice. Moving on. <laughs> uh, any any thoughts yeah, on the baseball? about... I was going to say, how are you feeling about those Yanks right now? They really aren't fun to watch without Judge. It's really hard to watch them. Uh, I mean, I have it on in the background, but I don't pay attention. I mean, I see all the updates. I follow enough baseball pages and obviously all the Yankee ones, you know, talking Yanks, the fucking Yankees, yes, uh, you know, and it's like, I got to look at fucking Rodone, his first fucking day back, and he fucking injures the only guy hitting on the goddamn team. <laughs> That's, that was funny. I was like, that what was the so... frig is going on? <laughs> yeah. That's NY you, Sports. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just not your year when stuff like that's happening. I mean, this, this motherfucker better come back and pitch a perfect game on, on his fucking debut, because that's the only way I feel like he's going to get some uh, redemption, much, much needed redemption, because, uh, you, know, it's, it's, you know, it's a bummer because obviously... It's it's out of his control, and he he wants to pitch, but you know you get that big contract, you come into New York, and you haven't done a goddamn thing, and then and when you do, you're fucking hurting us. Yeah. So what was he? They're just throwing like BP or yeah, something. Yeah, li- live live BP, fucking fastball off the elbow, <laughs> fucking drop like a ton of bricks. The motherfucker was batting fucking like eight hundo. <laughs> yeah, concerned but, about Judge Man like that. You know, it's, it sounds like such a a stupid injury, but that was the same thing. I mean, and they're different ages, so it, it could be different, but that was like what happened to DJ LeMayhew, and he hasn't been the same well, no, ever he, since that injury. Eh, well, he's been showing, I mean, he's looking more like his old self, I feel like, this season. And, you know, it, yeah. I mean, everybody's slumping a little bit right now, but he was definitely on a tear, and, and, you know, he hasn't really said anything about it, but I know what, you know, it is one of those things that just, like, lingers, so... You know, I, the, stu- the stupidest parts of your body. Yeah. That but, like are the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, uh, I could, uh, I can sympathize. You know, my shit. Yeah. Every once in a while, going up a step, the left knee would just be like, oh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> these were the I, I for the first time this year, and probably since like 2021, just straight up turned off Met games because they they I don't mind losing. I always feel like you know what you got a chance to come back. You always do, but when they're making like dumb errors, like Marte, yeah. there's a, a hit to right field, and he just like let it go under his glove and back to the wall. And that's like, dude, you're already the team's already playing bad. Like yeah. you're gonna make lazy plays on top of it. And then the, so I turned that game off. Uh thankfully I did because that was the game that the Mets were winning the whole time and the Braves came back and won 13 10. Yeah, yeah. Would they have like and, a four or five run inning or something like that? Yeah. And then um the the next game in Pittsburgh, uh there was like a bunt down the third baseline and they just threw it like into right field and yeah, like three so, runs scored. I, saw that. I was like like I can't take that stuff. I, yeah. I can take getting your ass whipped. I can take losing a close game. It hurts, but when you're making shitty errors, that's when I just start. I like it's it's frustrating for me, and like it, yeah, I, I can't do it because that's not professional baseball. If you can't, if you yeah. overthrow a base, I mean, there's there's no excuse for that. Come on. Hey, they're humans. They're humans. They have bad days, you know. McNeil did did a little fucking rinky dink juggle move in the back. <laughs> Yeah, I was, in the outfield that day. Oh, that was great. And then the Atlanta broadcasters let us have it. I'm pissed too because like I had we have these tickets for the Met Yankee game tomorrow, me and Nick. And after last year, I was like, all right, I've been to enough Subway Series games. Like just the the chirping that goes on in the stands, the stands packed, like yeah. the subways packed on the way home. I was like, all right, I, I you know, let's let's make a little money back on these tickets. And now we've had them up and no one wants to buy them because both teams just suck right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I mean, I say it week after week, but the motherfucking the divisions are just so. I mean, they're fucking. Nine games over 500. 38 wins. And they're in the middle of the fucking. Yeah. And 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 we're giving up on the season. That's. What are we talking about right now? Fucking Tampa Bay Rays almost have 50 wins. That's fucking redonkey. Absolute redonkey. Oh, boy. Can you hear me? Yeah. My Zoom app is uh, S and the B right now. Well, yeah, your picture's frozen, but I can, you know, I hear you fine. It's not like... uh, That's good. That's good. Can you see my mustache? See you moving. Everything's fine. Mustache looks good. It looks fucking amazing. This thing is pretty fucking brolic right now. I'm not gonna lie. It looks freaking the flavor saver. Looks great. Yeah, that's the shit that grosses me out and makes me want to cut it though. T B H. Turn off the camera yeah. and turn it back on, Anthony. My uh my whole zoom is just frozen. Like I can't even move it. It says not responding. Do, do you 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 like to move it? Move it. Or... Move it. All right. Looks like you, uh, you want to drop off and come back on. Sure. <coughs> We'd like to take a quick commercial break and <laughs> thank our sponsors. Shout out him. They have discreet packaging, but they got obnoxiously loud commercials. Had my <laughs> I had my window open and one of those came on. I think I was watching Hulu. And uh, I was just cracking up because, uh, you know, you got to, you got to, oh shit, we got two windows, Anthony. No! 
Boom! <laughs> um, it's happening. So yeah, so I got I got the volume on like forty to like hear the movie or whatever I was watching, and and then the commercial comes on and it's like, does your fucking dick not work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it a Hulu ad? Yeah. Oh my god, it was so, and, I, and like I said, I had the window open and it was just like <laughs> echoing down the block. Oh uh, man, it's, and and I was just cracking up because like the first two sentences were just like you don't want anybody to hear those types of sentences, and then uh, and then it's just like not to worry our discreet packaging. It's like I'm not fucking worried about the packaging, man. <laughs> my fucking window was open. I had the subwoofer on. Half my block thinks my fucking dick doesn't work in more than one way. <laughs> Sometimes it's they can't get it up. Sometimes they finish too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've listened to it about like seven times because I've been rewatching Always Sunny from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, like, is your penis oh. absolute trash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I swear it didn't say that last time. I love Anthony, the... is your penis soft? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How the hell did you have two kids? Um, <laughs> I love the uh, the Peronis disease commercials. You ever see those? No. Or maybe just because I watch too much cable news. But it's about <laughs> du- du- dudes with curved dongs. Oh, I- I've seen <laughs> that commercial. And it's and they like use carrots. Yeah, yeah. As like the <laughs> and the carrots like making a hard left at Albuquerque. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we could fix your dick." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it hurts just thinking about that shit. We fucking snap it in the middle. <laughs> yeah. If ah! you see that guy at the urinal, you have to call him Captain Hook. You also got to make sure you're at least two urinals away. You don't want to. You don't want to get fucking hit in the crossfire. I was gonna say, yeah, be careful. He's not pissing <laughs> in your urinal. It's actually contagious. <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Oh shit. Why is it looking at me? Hold up, one of my lights. I forgot that I didn't have the power strip on. Hold on. A lot of fucking technical difficulties today. Oh boy, that was yeah. Rewatching Always Sunny. Those I don't. That show would not survive today. I wanna I wanna watch that from the beginning again. Like I, I I've done it a couple times, like years ago, Me and too. I got through like season four. There's so many seasons now that yeah. I want to do that, and I want to do South Park from the beginning. Oof. South Park from That's the beginning would be such a such a like time machine trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it was so relevant to the time. So that would be cool to go back to fucking 2002. When did that show start? Probably like I think like 2000. 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Or 99. And then but and, the, it's, it's funny because Comedy Central does like the marathons of them during the day. And sometimes when I'm at work, I'll just like throw that on the corner of my screen. Yeah. And just seeing how far the techno their technology has come. Like oh, they yeah. went from the animation. literally doing, yeah, cutouts of, on of like construction paper to just all out, you know, computer effects and everything. Holy shit. Yeah. The world's ending by me too. I th- what happened? Yo, I saw a flash in the basement window there and and I wasn't sure what it was, and now I fucking heard the thunder to back that up. And uh, day tw- day twenty one down here, still don't know where the spider's at. It's thunder and lightning. <laughs> I feel like those four children in the uh, Amazonian jungle. He's calling on the power of the gods. Let me just fucking put out my hand, get this hammer real quick. 
<laughs> no luck. No, I'm not worthy. <laughs> not worthy. Um, fuck. Oh, I don't know. I, so you 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 really liked Guardians of the Galaxy three, right? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. So I, I was looking at because for let the boys watch, we were. I went through IMDb's top 250 movies mm-hmm. just to like pick out the ones I haven't seen. That movie is like ranked number 50 all time. It's like high on the list. Yeah, the J- the James Gunn movies have really, you know, his stories I think are you know, they're they're not it's not just the superhero movie, like the story in them is you know, it's just a good movie. Yeah, that one um the other ones I was surprised about was uh both Spider-Verse movies like yeah, those uh, are right the new one, the new one is like in the top 10. Yeah. yeah. And then he, the other one, I think is like top 50 or something like that. I was going to go see that today, but I had too much I wanted to get done. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. Like first thing. I'm going to see it so bad. Uh, yeah, it already, it already passed. Um, it's the previous movie's total box office. And it's, only, it's only out a week, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Not even was it last the, oh, just the this past weekend it came out or like Thursday last week and then Transformers already blew past them being blew, released blew blew past what uh, across the Spider Verse Transformers yep no dude yep. that nostalgia factor hits hard for for a Unofficial lot of people artificial intelligence it did not it was a uh, per IGN today. Fake news for box office. Fake Look news. It up. I'm I, not saying that it's I saw across definitely the, across worth the spider, it. Across the Spider Verse is three hundred ninety million dollars through Sunday. I doubt fucking Beast Man. It's Rise of the Beast, right? Or, yeah, Rise of the Beast. Mm-hmm. It's sixty million dollars. What the fuck are you talking about? Hundred and ten million worldwide. Oh wait, hold, hold on. on. No, well, yeah, I see. Definitely sixty million, two hundred. No, that's especially films grossed over three hundred million. <laughs> Transformers: Rise of the Beast triumphs in box office debut. Spider-Man Across the Verse hot on the heels. Maybe this weekend. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. No, maybe not total box. Gotta love the total box. Are you looking Big at total box? Are you yeah. looking at partial box for? <laughs> You gotta look That's at what the, makes this fuck look. Look at this great you, conversation we're having. You gotta, the, you gotta look at the whole box. You can't just pull the fucking. I'm, you can't just pull the curtain to the side. This is my problem. Fucking I go through. I just see fucking headlines and think it's truth. <laughs> the problem with America. <laughs> just extrapolate off three words. Yeah. Well, it looks like Transformers: Ride the Beast, greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I mentioned it before. I mean, just you know, hard left, real quick. Uh, you heard about that. The plane that went down, those those four kids that survived for forty days. No, in that, yeah, in the forest, right? Yeah, it was in the fucking. Uh, I think it was in the fucking Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> they were in the Amazon for forty days. Uh, oldest oldest kid was thirteen. There was a nine year old, a four year old, and an infant. I think it, was, it wasn't even one. Forty fucking days. Cue up the greatest next summer blockbuster movie. I said right away. I was like, "There's no way they were American." Because they would they would have been dead in seventy two hours, hundred percent. Uh, Joshua, pull up the iPad real quick. Uh, we have no Wi Fi out here. We're dead. Yeah. Jaguar <laughs> eats them. Um, and what are you doing? They uh, amazing that they survived the crash. 
they they ate six pounds of farina. I guess was on board. Oh, mm, shout and, out uh, Farina. Shout out my grandma Josie. She loved Farina. Yeah. If you're Italian and didn't have Farina, <laughs> you're fucking not Italian. <laughs> um, yeah. For all those who don't know, it's basically cream of wheat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you think they had any butter? Maybe they had some uh, truffle you know, butter. Truffle butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I heard the rainforest is. Uh, Good place to gather the crop. I think I can survive in the woods. I've been playing Zelda for a little bit now. I think <laughs> I, yeah, I can handle myself out in the wild. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it de- it depends with you know. I don't know if it's if it's cold. I'm dead. I don't make it through the night. Uh, I'm the the first thing I'm doing if I survive a plane crash in the middle of the woods is hanging myself by my underwear. <laughs> I mean, if you, that's that's gotta suck though. You survive a fucking yeah. plane crash, and then you gotta go through fucking. You gotta survive for forty days with nothing after surviving a plane crash. Yeah, no, I'm done, bro. Bro, you gotta at that point. You just look yourself in whatever body of water because there's probably no mirrors left, and just say, "Survive, bro." Because at that point, you're like, "Oh, come on, I'm meant to be here." I, I, that was I mean, the that's yeah, that's, that's gotta be. But yo, the thing that's crazy though is the the infant. How the fuck? Does that thing survive? Well, I'm sure he didn't do a lot. <laughs> no, I know, but like, that's Bobby, the, the go you, start the fire. That's He's cru- throwing up again. That's a crucial time, though. These motherfuckers need they they got to eat. I mean, yeah. you, you should know it. How know? would you nurse? Yeah, not nurse, but like, how would you keep it Yo, that, getting everything that it needs? That's I'm saying. Shout out to that thirteen and nine year old yeah. for doing their damn thing. Yeah, and bro, huge fucking risk in the woods. On the flip side, the though, does it does it make you feel a little less important that you've kept your two kids alive this long and maybe one hundred percent too much attention to them? Yeah, bro. I'm like, it's going to change this Father's Day a lot. You just throw them in the backyard and let them figure it out. Yeah, I'll let my son carry my daughter around for. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. lock them outside for forty days. See how it goes. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. I mean, all we have are raccoons and possums and stuff. So they don't need much. I'll keep an eye on them. Live stream it. <laughs> I have a kite. Maybe I'll crash the kite with them on it. Yeah, it's we, a true um, experience. Speaking of like you know news headlines <laughs> and stuff, I don't know how the hell we didn't mention the fucking the Great Smoke Out of 2020, 2023 last Wednesday. Oh yeah, that was the next day. Yeah, it, it was after le- we recorded last podcast. Yeah, literally the worst air quality in the world. Yeah, that was wild. NBC. And where else? New York, how you doing? Yeah, it was best state in the country. Yeah, that, that shit was bad. And Ben, you had texted that you know you thought it was like even worse than some of the California ones, even the one in Sepulveda. I was like, yeah, dude, it was raining ash. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like the the air quality yeah, felt no, worse. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was saying the only thing that separated it was yeah. the ash falling, but it was I never saw it get like it was orange in L.A., but it was like dark here. Like yeah. I, I, you know, it's the middle of the day. You don't have your lights on. Yeah, yeah. It literally looked like you know when like a crazy big thunderstorm yeah. is rolling through in the middle of the day, and it's like dark in your house. Yeah, that's what that's what it was here, and I was like. 
not getting nervous, but I was like, what the, f-? like, this is like, how big are these fires yeah. that like, it's this bad here. Um, we had like dinner plans that night that we, we canceled on just cause I was like, I'm not, cause I remember when, you know, we had that fire in LA just driving home windows up. I ended up coming home and I was sick for like a week. Yeah. You got to hit that the button of, that recycles the air or whatever. The <laughs> I did. I did. But it sucked because like they had closed the portion of the 405 that I took mm-hmm. and you had to go up through the hills, which kind of made no fucking sense. But it was like, if the you think the traffic is bad on a four lane freeway, move all that traffic <laughs> to like side yeah. streets and like Mulholland Drive. It was ridiculous. It took me like two or three hours to get home from, you know, the west side or yeah, the west side to our apartment, which is like a mile and a half away. Damn. Yeah, that shit was bad. I remember driving that morning as well, and uh, just looked like fucking lava coming down the fucking hill because it was just the <laughs> yeah. fucking embers. Yeah, that was nutty. I know. The same thing. I drove in to work that day and I was like, you know what? I, maybe not a good idea to be going to work right now, but there was <laughs> like nobody on the road. I got to work in like seven minutes. <laughs> um, But it was, it was like, yeah, it's, you can't, you can't explain it. It's like, it's just something out of a movie. Like you're looking ahead down a highway, you look to your right, there's, you know, same, same shit as always. And then you look to your left and it's just hell. Coming down a mountain, just fire, hellfire and brimstone. Uh, and and apparently it was, it was start- popped out. Yeah, <laughs> and gave me a tombstone on the four hundred five. <laughs> apparently, it started with a lightning strike, which is fucking, oh really? Yeah, I read something that was Justin Trudeau's fucking crack pipe. <laughs> you think it was through- Rob Ford? Yeah, <laughs> that mayor Ford? that was in Toronto. Oh, Rob Ford. Yeah, not Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Got my Canadian politics fucking switched up. Uh, fun fact. He's dead. Who? Rob Ford. Was he stuck in the wildfire? No, nah, he died like a few years ago. A heart attack or something. Crack will do it to you. Yeah. Gets you every time. Or was it meth? What was, which one? I think it was it? crack. He was the first fat crackhead of all time. <laughs> Incredible feat. Oh, man. Get it together, Canada. I just saw the episode of Always Sunny when Dee and Dennis go to get crack so that they can fail a drug test to get welfare. And they go to the guy and they're like, can we have one crack rock, please? <laughs> <laughs> one rock of crack? Uh, anyway. Uh, you know what I watched this weekend? What'd you watch? I watched uh, that new HBO show, The Idol. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. With the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh what's his what's his real name? Abel, I think. Yeah, Abel. Abel Tesfay and uh Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose Depp. I mean, if you like nipples and you like television, <laughs> this is the show for you. It's really, I mean, I had to Google just to make sure, you know, what I was watching you know, was appropriate. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's from uh, the guy who created Euphoria, Sam Levinson. So I never seen Euphoria, but I know it it got like celebrated and also criticized because of like you know depicting like teenage like sex and shit like that. So it's like you know they they get like real fucking graphic right in the first episode uh, with with some things. And uh, 
Um, but 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 shouts shouts to to Lily Rose Depp, definitely of age. Uh, and uh, yeah, shouts to the weekend. He he co-created it. It's pretty pretty good so far. The first episode is wild, and then you know the second episode was just last night. Uh, but I was saying like it usually you like a lot of new shows. It's like the third episode, like real is what by the end of the third episode you're like vested. I'd say that by the end of the second episode you're you're in it because that's when it seems it seems to be like a bigger story than what it is. And okay, uh, yeah, so so I'm in, I'm in, <laughs> and I mean, and the nipples. Uh, there's so many, <laughs> dude. It, it's it's so crazy, like uh, well, because like in you know shooting like a music video like right in the beginning of the first one, and there's like an intimacy coordinator, and they really do have those on on sets. So yeah. I, I'm just thinking of what the real intimacy coordinator was like, because <laughs> um, it's like a, it's a cool, it's almost like an entourage vibe too, though, but for like a, a, a pop star. So. Pretty good. We're Who's the watch. pop star? <laughs> the Weekend or? No, no. Uh, 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 Lily, Lily, Rose. Lily Rose Depp. Yeah. The Weekend's like. She's uh, like LRD. What's that? LRD. L- LRD. Yeah. Lard. <laughs> Lard for short, um, uh, but yeah, no, he's like a the weekend plays like a, he owns like a club, but he's also like a manager type, and uh, yeah, but I, you know, I never seen him like act anything. He thought he did a good job. HBO man, they just you know they know how to make TV. From yeah. a SoundCloud slash YouTube rap rapper slash producer into a HBO or Max star now yeah well i mean he he did a small small little performance at the super bowl once too small tiny little yeah, barely yeah. Anybody i watching. saw him in concert yeah where at mm-hmm. at uh nassau coliseum nice he was really good are they are they Great uh, performer did they pass that thing that i think the sands wants to they want to like level all that shit and make like uh, a crazy like casino area with like hotels and like venues and shit. I think the residents of Nassau squashed that shit. Did they? I'm pretty sure. Cause that was supposed to happen with the uh, Islanders um, new arena, but they couldn't figure it out. It was the lighthouse project. Oh, I, and yeah. They, they were like, fine, fuck it. We'll go to Brooklyn. Then they were like, ah, oh, big mistake. <clears throat> we'll go to Belmont. But what exactly but was the lighthouse project? It was, it was like casinos and like a whole. It was going to be like hotels, casino, but then they were like no casinos. They're like, all right, we're going to do hotels, Yo, and they're like, why no hotels? What the fuck is so illegal? You, there's a million apps now on the phone to bet on anything and everything. Why is it's legal now? It, they're they're going to start loosening up on the casino regulations. But it was what? more for the it was more for the residents of Nassau dealing with traffic and like no, the I'm just types of like, people that attracts and what do you say what, 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 what type of people? Eh? Well, uh, you know, uh, gamblers who drink a lot and didn't make their money back, and then they get a little crazy. Maybe they take a bat to somebody's kneecap. Maybe they shoot somebody. Maybe you know, unsavory folks. We're talking about okay, okay, easy now. I mean, I'm not saying never... all people are like that. Yeah, just the majority. Just uh, you know, like somebody who calls you back to back, who gambles a <laughs> lot. <laughs> <laughs> but what? But what's the like? Because they have the you know, like the couple of like rank at you know, like Jake's fifty eight 
I've never been inside, but I can only imagine. But it's all like it's all digital. There's no dealers. Like the dealers are, are what makes it. There's illegal. no. There's no table games. Yeah, it's all. Like, so it's like slots and stuff like that. Yeah, and Kino. But that's but that's what like makes it illegal is having the dealers there. Well, right, right, but I I think that because of all the, like the online gambling stuff that they passed, they they're loosening up on the the actual casino type stuff because that's what Steve Cohen wants to do next to City Field is is build a casino, and they they released that those plans for the soccer stadium next to City Field, and he's trying to block it so he can build a casino there. Yeah, probably because he figures. Like Anthony was mentioning, the type of people that the casinos attract, they're also people that would go see Mets games. So he figures, let's just put the casino right next to the stadium, so then the trash from the city could just go to the casino. (laughs) And vice versa. Anthony's words, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) And you kind of play with them a little bit. What are you talking about? That's that's quoted. (laughs) The only difference is it's going to be seen. I want 26K, not 27 rings, bro. (laughs) Those 27 rings probably brought in billions and billions. No, of course, of course. No, I don't know. I personally, I like the soccer stadium better or football stadium as we addressed last week. Mm. I think that, I don't know. I'm more for the sports than for the gambling. The gambling you could do on your phone. Well, I'm saying, but that's what was always just funny to me why, why it's like even taking so long to even like loosen any sort of regulations or whatever restrictions that there were in the first place, because it's like, again, you can, you could gamble on anything. It's, it's so easy for people to have an, uh, an addiction, you know, everybody's. Can't, yeah. You know. I mean, just in general, we're a very like prudish society, like stuff like, like we always try to put laws on things that like people have fun with. Like you can't show a nipple on TV, but you can, you know, shoot somebody's head off. You can, yeah. Well, Hey, you can't, you can't watch the, you idol. can't, Plenty of nipples. Well, I'm saying on like regular TV. I know, I know. Uh, you, you can't say, you know, shit, but you can fucking, you know, cut somebody's stomach open. Yeah. I always so laugh at it the... just We have weird, we have weird hangups in our society. Yeah. They censor hole, but they say ass. You <laughs> yeah. Know, the hole is what makes it. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked up. We worry about stupid shit. Stupid I mean, the biggest shit. news... Besides the fires, what's that? Does is Congress hiding UFOs? Well, <laughs> that was a, did, uh, you, did you dive deep into this, Ant? What is, what was the story about? I know, like I saw some headlines and like some people mentioning it, but I don't know the deets. Some dude from from the one branch of the military is a whistleblower saying that there's some top secret files that the that the U.S. government has possession of 11 non-man-made crafts. 11. And also, and also pilots. Yeah. So I'm like... But he also said he had no evidence. Off, <laughs> how is this guy talking? Yeah. Because if it was really that serious, I'm pretty sure that he would have been... Killed. <laughs> killed? Slowly, by omission. I don't know. I it's it's funny to hear it again because it, you know what what was it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one when everybody was up in arms about the UFO things again. Well, it's, where they were it, like, it, oh, it, yeah. if you get you know if you want to. 
put the tinfoil hat on real quick, it, it always seems to line up. It's with, on, baby. It, it, yeah, it always seems to line up with some shit going on. You know that you know you can't help but feel like. You just look at this. Look at the shiny thing real quick. Look at the shiny. Just just look over here. Don't 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 worry about this fucking hand. I said, look at this hand, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it smells like smoke out there. Because but, ultimately, uh, this guy is just like dumb. <laughs> He's like, I have no yeah, evidence. I, mean, I can't prove it at all. But I'm telling you, it happened. Because I heard some people talking about it that are higher up. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I don't. It's interesting. Uh, no, it's I mean, just, I, I, you gotta, you gotta believe this stuff. Out show there. me receipts. I mean, bro, we just came Make- out. We, we're coming out with the Vision Pro in 2024. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's us from the future coming back. Trying to don't try, do it. Trying to warn us. Or if he Chris, yeah. oh well, no, that was a satellite. You know, he had he had like the the conspiracy theory about the Canadian fires and. The <laughs> oh yeah. Oh uh, man. Um, yeah. Who knows, man? I feel uh, like uh, we'll probably we'll probably see some shit. I mean, we're. Yeah, I think you know. I don't want to get. I don't want to go down a dark negative hole, but we'll, we'll we'll see some shit. We're gonna see some shit. You're gonna be like, you guys can't even think of your own ideas. You have to have AI generate it. Press the button, guys. What? <laughs> no, wait. I still don't even know how to use ChatGPT. Is it? Is it? You just like? Do you just Google ChatGPT and then like it? T- you go to a website for it. Like, why do you? You know how to use Google? That's what I'm saying. Did you just? It's this. It's the same. Yeah, just go to. Just look up ChatGPT. Then you could just the way you use ChatGPT is you just, oh, just ask it a open question. OpenAI.com like, is is the website for it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, there's like. Seven trillion now that you can use, and everyone's like, "Oh, where's ours is better?" Ours is so oh, but you better. gotta like, you gotta like sign up for some shit to use it. Yeah, you gotta make an account. Yeah, that's what I'm saying that that, that that's the chat GPT. <sighs> that I'm saying, and, and and it was all the rage. Whatever you had to put in there, I mean, that's how the that's how that we're making it stronger, and we don't even know it. Yeah, sign up for this cool thing. Ask us all these questions so we can fucking learn about your deepest darkest desires. <laughs> I'm sure they have all the figures too. It's like, you know, 82% of people uh, just sexted with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thing. 72% of ChatGPT users on the first day, first fucking prompt was, you up? (laughs) (laughs) Let me see that. Let me see that robot dick. (laughs) And now for my next guest on the Howard Stern show, I have ChatGPT. (laughs) ChatGPT, what is the. What did you get from the, the whole country and the world? They're a bunch of perverts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Draw, oh, yeah. Oh. Draw me. Draw me a girl with tentacles. <laughs> no clothes. You know, it's funny. Uh, I have a uh, an app on my phone for uh, for editing. I never, I never, actually, I did use it for one quick thing, but it, it's a cool app. It's called CapCut. Sure, you heard of it, yeah. Uh, but they have like AI stuff that you could like, you know, it gives you like a couple of free ones before you have to like pay for you know whatever monthly service or for the year or whatever. And I did a couple of them, and uh, I forget the prompt that I put in, but I had I think I had like three free like iterations or whatever. And uh, the first two, it fucking made me a girl. The fuck is that all about? I mean, you got those womanly features. I, I don't know. I guess so. I guess so. It was the mustache. Yeah, the, I'm saying. <laughs> the fucking mustache didn't, like, help. Actually, to to be fair, though, I don't think I... 
because uh, I went in my camera roll, and I, I don't I don't know if I had anything with the pictures with the stash that I used. I'm trying to think of the picture that I used now. I might have used the one from for that's like my default for everything, just me with the the microphone. So Steve, they made turn me it turned so, me into the idol. My fucking nipples were ripping. Dude, <laughs> happy pride, man. Shout out June. Shout out June. Uh one of the last shows I played with Flying Lion was uh the off sunset festival. And uh and it was it was such a sick show because it was just a massive stage on Sunset Boulevard. And we played for like an hour and fifteen minutes, and uh, but there's dudes just wearing like chains and like jock straps and just like <laughs> <laughs> just like leather assless chaps, you know, with like just tape on their dick. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking wild. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I the way I had the, the I had the camera like behind the drums, so you just see you see out to see the people, but like you do catch like. The front row, and it's just like, like I said, it's just dudes with like, <laughs> like real fucking like, you know, dudes you wouldn't want to fuck with. They didn't, you know what I mean? They weren't like, uh, what's the word? Jack, they were like jacked. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know what the community refers to them as. I know bears are just like big, hairy dudes. These guys were like fucking yeti wildebeests or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were hulks. They were hulks. With fucking nipple rings and 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 chains from the nipple rings down to the fucking Prince Albert or some shit. <laughs> Franz, we lost the war, but we have all these nipple chains. <laughs> Send them to America. Uh, it was a good show, though. Good show. Who does that? Uh, who? What comedian does that bit about how? I think it was Bill Burr on his latest stand-up where he's talking about how. Gay guys are the happiest guys because they just get to hang out with other guys all the time. There's no women like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just annoying the shit out of them all the time. And he's like, uh, he was talking about like he was in a bar mm -hmm. and he just saw he like he could pick out the one lesbian because she you could just tell she was all like distressed and like just having a bad day. <laughs> he's like, that's something only a woman could do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I fucking I love comedy. There was uh this oh man, I, I think oh yeah, his name was Sahib Singh. He had, he had a great bit about like um it shouldn't be racist if you do an accent like perfectly. Cuz that means like you put in the time you know <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. <laughs> And uh I I don't I don't even want to like attempt to ruin the bit, but it like that was like the the premise of it. And uh but man, it it was so good. And I, I just like I said, I just love comedy. I love I love yeah, people then, being. It, it's not you're not like making fun of the person. You're just like doing an impression. Yeah, well, yeah, because he because he's you know he's uh, Indian. He's uh, Sikh. And Sikh. It's pronounced Sikh though. Is it? Yeah. Uh, but those are the ones that wear the turbans. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean the ones, Steve? <laughs> out of <laughs> out of out of the different. <laughs> Religions. Okay. Okay. Um, that is the you know. So uh, oh, he also had a funny bit too, like where uh, it was he was talking about being in school post nine eleven with I forget what the turban's called because um, he mentioned that in the bit too, and I didn't know that. But um, but so he used to wear that in school post nine eleven, and he was getting like 
bullied so bad like the, the school called his parents to be like what like what are you going to do about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, uh, uh what and uh the uh the the mom wound up going to the school and having like an assembly for the whole fucking to to teach them about the religion and why they wear the turbans and what they're called and all this stuff and then like just going on and on and the kids like he's like like cringing in his chair and then until like she saw one of his like friends and knew that he he was Muslim and she and she like pin, like she's like that's the fucking people you know like she's basically saying oh, like no. you know like so then that, <laughs> that kid got like oh, the no. worst after that day so she's like she did help me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's funny yeah uh, yeah it's good that's what you know it, that's what I love about South Park. Like not because a they take the piss out of everybody, yeah. But like equally, yeah. But they'll also like when they, you know, it's they have that Japanese guy and they have the Chinese guy, but <laughs> the the accents are different. Like cause you, and like just the cultural references they do, yeah. and and you know the way that they use the accent, you're like, no, that is you know like how yeah a Japanese you know uh, someone that has a very thick accent would talk so yeah that's what i like like when you actually do the research and like you understand the culture in a way like that yeah. that makes it funny like when you're just you know doing like a basic yeah that, know, yeah that's whatever it's like just ignorant 1950s chinese yeah. you know accent that you would see yeah like that's not that's never funny but yeah. when you, you know it's it's rooted in some type of reality like that's when it's actually funny. It's like a little funny no yeah it, it is it is a little i mean it's like a little bit. It, it is a little funny but uh, but you appreciate the because comics it's that, so stupid. <laughs> also, too, it's like I do genuinely feel. I mean, comedy is in in like such a massive boom right now. Just like I didn't think about it until I heard one of the comics talk. Like it was Robbie Slowick, and I forget who he's he was talking to, but he writes for the Problem with John Stewart. Uh, and uh, they were just talking about like there's never been a time where this many comedians have been doing like stadium tours and like. Not only not only stadiums, but that like the amount of comedians that are selling out theaters, like big theaters, and uh, it, it's because like things have tightened up so much, where people are just afraid to have like to openly have an opinion and talk through some stuff, and admit like I don't know a lot about this stuff. I'm willing to learn and maybe change like my views, but like this is just my like my gut feeling about like people can't even like talk about that anymore without the fear of being judged so harshly. Or fucking, you know, canceled or or whatever. So we're in a place now where like comedy's taboo again, and people love that shit. Like that's why it's like it's funny to say the bad words, and not, I'm not I'm not talking about the four letter words. I'm talking about yeah some of the slurs. But the, even with that, <laughs> I mean, there's like the the stuff you would quote unquote get canceled for. Yeah. Then there's like the stuff that maybe all right, it so a lot of people wouldn't be comfortable with it. Yeah. But it's not like just completely ignorant, and then no, yeah. because I, I you know I think about. Um, did you watch the new Mark Marin stand up? Uh, the one where he talks, his his girlfriend died during COVID. It came out during COVID, or that's uh, no, just it a came bit? out recently, oh, like okay, within okay. the last six months or something like yeah, that. I don't think I've seen that then. <laughs> but he was talking about like, you know, how he is, like he's yeah. just super critical of everybody, yeah. and just yeah. like, but he was talking about like all these comedians that complain about can cancel culture. And he's like, he's like, are you, you know, he's like, are you getting canceled or are you just not funny? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like that, that, that like resonated with me because yeah, like I, there, I, I'll admit that there's some com- comedy that I'm not comfortable with, but I'm not, I, I don't think it's bad. It's just not my yeah. cup of tea, like, you know, whatever. But well, there like, are just definitely some guys that are just like, you, you know, you're just, you're just not funny. And you're just saying shit that's just, you're just trying to get a response and not like actually thinking yeah. about the funny behind what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and, and the cancel culture too is like, like you said, I mean, if, it, if funny's funny. So, I mean, the fact that like guys like Tim Dillon are, you know, still out there and, and Tony Hinchcliffe, I mean, they push it pretty fucking oh, it's far. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it, it, the other thing too was funny. Like, Aya sent me a TikTok of uh, some, some girl. That was just walking around the city. I don't know if I told this story on this podcast, but she she's like, yeah, you know, I'm just so tired of this cancel culture and all these, you know, great men that can't, you know, make a career for themselves anymore. And like, as she's walking, you get like the slow reveal behind her of like, she's in front of MSG and you just see behind her on the screen just says Louis CK tonight sold out. Ah. So, she, <laughs> so she's just going through this whole thing of like, yeah, I can't believe these guys get culture and they can never uh, cancel and they can never work again. But then you see like <laughs> Louis CK sign behind her. Yeah. That was, I thought that was funny. I got, yeah. I got, I still, I'm on his like email thing too. And, and I don't know if he's still doing it, but <clears throat> you can get like all his specials that he's ever done for 30 bucks, including the, the new MSG one. And, I do want to see that. Have you seen the other two? Like, uh, uh, Sorry and... What the fuck was the last one before the MSG one? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think mean, I saw Sorry. I don't, maybe that was the, the... Before this MSG one or whatever, the, the most, most recent, the Sorry was... or. Yeah, he's 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 great, man. I mean, I you know you hate the the stuff that that they do in their personal life sometimes. You know the decisions that they make, but you know you try and separate the art from the fucking rape of Jace. <laughs> hey, I mean, Jessel Nick, go ahead. Jessel Nick's coming to the Paramount on the uh, in See, like Jessel Nick is the I think the perfect example of. Like, like you can re- you really can say whatever you want. Yeah. If it's funny. Yeah. Because I, I think Jessel Nick is probably one of the most brilliant he comics <laughs> alive. Just because everything about like he's and I think I've said this before too, but in in a way to me, like a successor of Mitch Hedberg, like obviously very different yeah. comedians, but just like the joke writing is yeah, so it, on point. And it's quick. And like it's, it's not like, like- a long, yeah, yeah. elaborate and, setup. It's just, you know. And it's just that thing I think about Seinfeld all the time where Seinfeld talks about when he's writing jokes, he's always trying to figure out the perfect words. Yeah. Like of a sentence. Like, I want to cut, if I can cut two words out of a sentence, one word out of a sentence, I love that. I want it to be as tight as as possible. And I just feel that, that way about Jessalyn. I, I was like, everything, everything he does is just like, formulaic like to a t yeah. like he knows exactly the words he wants to say and how to say them that's my favorite he had... yeah sorry yeah. go ahead no you go ahead i was saying that's my favorite part of company uh comp company oh yeah yeah i that's love my, company dude. that's my favorite part of stand-up comedy is is just the intentional words and 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 workshopping it and changing the one word or the two words and you know what i mean and you see what gets the response and uh and I love I love seeing that and and uh I was talking to Anthony about um the most recent episode of Platonic. Well not 
you know, it, it comes out on Wednesdays because all good things come out on Wednesdays. Um, so not this week's, but last week's, he was taught, he went to a baseball game, uh, with, uh, you know, like his best friend's husband, cause he thinks it's awkward that they're like hanging, you know, spend so much time together. So he's trying to like get in the circle. So he takes him to a Dodgers game and, uh, they get fucking shit rocked and he's eating nachos out of a helmet and he, and he's, and he's like, you having a good time? Whatever. He's like, he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, I love eating nachos out of protective equipment. And <laughs> we, I had said that like on the last podcast where we were riffing about like, eating, I, yeah, I think you know, that, that's, it sounded familiar. And, and again, I, I it was close to that phrasing and, 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 but that's, that's the comedy. Like, cause saying protective equipment is funnier than saying a helmet or like, you know, and it's, it's just those words that fucking, you know, that individual word that just takes it to another level and makes it funny yeah. on a, on a, like a psychological subconscious level. And you start hitting these things that, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. That's why I think Anthony's like in my top five right now. Not only that is his cadence and like the way he talks on stage. Give a, give a top, let's do a top five comedians. Oh, we should. Right now. Well, yo, he did. Oh, I can't do that right oh, now. I need on. some thoughts. I could easily do it. I think. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I can give them to you in order. Yeah, maybe it doesn't have to but... be. Mount Rushmore, there's no order. You're chiseled out of the side of a fucking mountain. So it's a pretty big deal. Um, I would go. Bill Burr. I would go Jeselnik. I would go Seinfeld. I would go feel like I gotta put Eddie Murphy in there. And then Wait. Carlin would be my top five. I would I would like to be able to say prior, but I don't wanna be a Poser because I really never watched that much prior. Yeah, but the the stuff I have seen is is obviously amazing. And then uh, an Ani Mensch to Ellen DeGeneres. Ew, <laughs> dude. No, El, yo, her stand up. I was I was eat. talking about her actually this weekend because somebody was talking about eating over just before a set, and then she's famous for like her first set. She just ate a sandwich on stage, and really, yeah. And she she was she, she was starving and it was the only time she had to eat and then it was her time, so she just unwrapped and ate the sandwich on stage. Didn't say a single word, but kept on like chewing and like holding up the like the you know like one second. Yeah. And then when she finally finished uh, eating it and swallowed, she's like, "Thank you, that's my time." Melon did it and then walked <laughs> off stage. So I was like, "That's pretty fucking awesome." She one of her, I think it was like an HBO hour special or whatever maybe it was just like an actual special mm-hmm. just really good again like joke 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 yeah, joke yeah. joke joke and just like really good um suck you know i i'll never knock these people for like leveling up in their career and and taking the bag and you know doing something else whether it's acting or talk show or stuff like that yeah so and then of course you hear like how you know the rumors the allegations of how she is behind you know yeah. backstage and stuff like that so that kind of sucks but yeah i i always think about like that that special that she did and it was just it was just really good but yeah nice you got you got a you got a black guy you got a woman and she's gay just fucking check the boxes you go. <laughs> um you, i noticed she didn't have any uh uh hispanic comedians or latino uh comics you know fluffy Absent, yeah. you know, Carlos, he's, Carlos, he's good. Carlos Mencia. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, he's just, you know, in a different stratosphere. He goes uh, without saying. Um, so would you, you would you name six with the Ani Mensch? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and and you you had Bill Burr on there, so maybe for sake of not repeating, but I love you know I love Bill Burr. I the, the black and white Bill Burr special is honestly maybe which one, one of my is favorite. it the Paper Tiger one? No, it's the one before. No, it's not before Paper Tiger. It was so going backwards. It's Paper Tiger. Walk your way out. And then it was, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's mm. the black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one with one with of the, the helicopter bit at the end. Bro. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> even his his older ones, man, when he was like really angry. Um, my my favorite is I forget which one it is, but he just comes out and he's just like, Stop thinking about getting a gun. <laughs> like that's how he starts the set. <laughs> well, dude, when we so saw him at the just... forum, it was like the height of me too, and his first bit was about like believe all women. I mean, yeah, yeah, like eighty five percent, yeah. With that other fifteen percent, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think they're crazy? <laughs> oh man, yeah, Bill, Bill Burr and Eddie Murphy. I mean, they, they definitely. Oh, they dude, you know heart. who I want to? Sorry, I keep cutting you off What's on that? your list, but I want to. I, I I'll only mention uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Patrice O'Neill is just a fucking killer. I love Patrice. Um. So, I will. Like I said I won't. I won't. I won't pick the same people. But I definitely. I mean, those are all fucking murderers, hangers. So let me yeah. put, let me let me uh, let me put Bernie Mac on there. Uh, if uh, you know, want to make a diverse list. So put Bernie Mac on there. But he's fucking. I mean, Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> I mean, the the Kings of Comedy. That was like one of the best comedy specials ever. I think. Uh, My favorite uh, is the, the Cedric the Entertainer bit when he's on. He's talking about if like black people were the first people on the moon with a rover, <laughs> and then he's like blasting hip hop music and he's <laughs> miming the cigarette, and then he puts the cigarette around his head. And he like hits it like this. <laughs> I still to this day like anytime I, I've I don't know the name of the song, but if I heard it, I, I it's I identify immediately when he's doing the bit about parallel parking. And how when yeah. you know he turns the music down once he gets in that bitch, he fucking all the way <laughs> yeah. back up and says, dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. <laughs> So every time I hear that, I just picture the fucking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but even you know, Steve ev, yo, that again, that that's one of the best comedy specials ever. Uh Steve uh, Steve Harvey, you know, before he he had to like, you know, keep his shit reserved because he was he's making that like crazy money now. Yeah. Uh uh, but yeah, that, that that special was awesome. But uh, yeah, damn, that's tough, man. To even put something like that to you. Mentioned, you mentioned Seinfeld, but I, I'll just go with like I mean, fav- favorites right now that I think are great will be considered some of the greatest. Uh, Andrew Santino, Andrew Schultz. I was going to mention he was. Santino, man, like really, like I never watched him much before we went to that show together, and then he like really. Really impressive. No, he he's great. His like his improv. I mean, his acting too. I love all the shows that he that he did. I'm dying up here is a fucking fantastic show. Dave, um, you know the random things he does in movies. Uh, he's awesome. Um, and Andrew Schultz. I was going to mention before when you're talking about, you know, funny's funny, and like you could when you when you know those like niche, very like communal things in these cultures and religions and stuff like that and uh it's not just like ignorant and and like stereotype stuff it's like 
you, you're like, wow, this guy knows about my, and that, that's Schultz. Like he knows, he probably knows, he's so smart and he knows, probably knows way more about your culture or your religion uh, than you do, you know, history. Same thing with like the Stefano, they like crazy, like American history knowledge. Like they're not dumb people. So they're able to like push the boundaries because they, they're smart. It's an intelligent joke. And, and you know, it's so, I mean, yeah, to be able to do that and, and, you know, push the boundaries, I feel like, especially today, you know, that, that's like a tip of the cap even more, I feel like, because, again, I mean, it, it was Wild Wild West back, some of these comedians were talking about, like, you look at their specials, like, can't say half of that shit, really, anymore, but, you know, Eddie Murphy, Raw, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, but another fucking amazing special, Eddie Murphy was just one of my favorite, him and Jim Carrey were probably, like, my two favorite, like, comedic people. Just period between stand up and and acting movies, they, yeah, they, they were they were it for me. Uh, and Chris Farley, <laughs> uh, but going back to the comedians, I don't even think I named anybody on on my thing. I agree with a lot of the ones Ben mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. It's a hard list. Yeah. To no, like, let me. Uh, do you need a minute? Yeah, go for it. Throw some names out there. Go ahead, go. I'm gonna throw some. So uh, in the spirit of just great comedy. Uh, you know, I have to agree with Anthony Jeselnik. I love Anthony, but I also have up there um, Tom Segura. I love Tom. Um, Sarah Silverman, hilarious, dry, smart. Um, I also like Eliza Sch- uh, Schlesinger. Yeah. Um, Elder Millennial. <laughs> those are, yeah, she's an Ani Mensch. Um, I love Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian puts out killers. Cat Williams before he went completely crazy. Yeah, like, those Cat Williams ones were fucking insanely bro, funny. He was sweating, fucking <laughs> profusely on stage, and you just felt the energy from that special. Like, and I was like, when I was a kid, I'm like, I should definitely not be laughing at these jokes, but comedy is just one language. It's just <laughs> laughing. Um. Who else? I this might be a cop out, but I absolutely adore Kevin Hart. That there will never be a special that he doesn't put out that I won't like listen to. Like he puts anything he puts out, I'm listening to. Like, and I've never not laughed at any of his jokes. It's just not possible for me. Um and then Shane Gillis is up there because I yeah. think that's one of the best, like single-handedly, like one of the better stand-ups, like from start to finish that I've ever watched. Yeah, he's great. Um, <laughs> Mark Norman. I mean, Dane dude, Cook. While, while, you know, <laughs> staying in that uh, protect our parks crew there. <laughs> Mark Norman is great, and he does so many of like the uh, uh, like hot topic mics where people just call out stuff, and he'll and and he's just got like a joke about anything. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, yeah, he's, he's fucking, he's so good. Yo, clean and surprisingly funny, Nate Bargazzi. Bargazzi. I can never say his name. <laughs> oh, but also on the, in that clean vein, uh, Brian Regan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember somebody saying like, uh, it might have even been like on a Rogan or something like that when it, somebody mentioned him and, and that they were surprised that he was clean because his delivery is so like, like it's like that sarcasm and like, 
and he's always like yelling and just like high energy that you forget that it like it, it is clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I like him. Who else you got? Anybody else? I'm trying to think of like, yeah. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, I want to say Richard Pryor, and I'm like, what? I mean, what if you watch like clips? Same with Sam Kinison. Like you know, these are the the Godfathers. Not a Sam Kinison guy. Yeah, I I know why. I I know your type of guy. Yeah, and he's not your type of guy. <laughs> he's like I appreciate it. Like his some of his stuff is funny, but it's just like too over the top for me. It's probably the same reasons you don't like Bert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you like Bert, but don't love to listen to his stuff. Right. Right. I have no hate for the man, but right. Just want to make that clear for our millions of listeners. Uh, I said Dane Cook earlier because when he was on top, yeah, Dane dude, Cook was, those specials were like yeah, in the massive. culture. Yeah. Massive. I saw it happen. I put on my shoes and <laughs> went outside. Shoes, like, shoes. Uh, They're not by the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the car is like, what the, uh, what does this mean? I'm backing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that What's was, his name from Inside? Uh, who did Inside? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Can't forget him. Do you guys remember Stephen Lynch? I was just going to say, Not really, the, the musical comedy Stephen Lynch. Yeah, yeah, now we're just going into a different... Uh, he was so funny, too. Yeah, I, I like I like seeing all these, like, you know, uh, like, next class of guys. Like, it's fun seeing, like, the... You know, because, like, Schultz and Stefano were, like you know, from the same class and they're on like that, you know, next level selling out fucking massive venues. Um, but then there's like other guys that are like coming up behind them that are starting to sell like the, are you garbage guys and, and fucking, uh, Mike Cannon and, um, yeah, have you guys cool. heard Matt Reif yet? I've seen, I've seen some of his stuff and I know that he's, you know, I guess like he had like some massive tour that he's doing right now or, or about to start or. Yeah. I was like, at first, I was like, all right, I'm like, pretty boy doing comedy. And then, like, one of the first clips I saw of him was like, he's like, I know I look beautiful, but like, you know, that usually goes against me. He's like, you can't be funny. You can't be the whole package. He goes, but guess what? I am. And his shit, bro, some of the crowd work he does, he's gonna, he's gonna do good things. Yeah. Crowd work's very popular right now. Oh yeah, so hot right now. But you know, it it does separate you know the men from the boys, I guess. Because uh, I mean, not everybody. It's tough to do. And Jessica Kirsten, I, I mean, that's a biased opinion. But I've gone through fucking hours and hours of her footage, and she's so fucking good at just making anything into something, and just always. Bill Burlows are. Yeah, yeah, she and and yeah, she talks about him a lot in her sets because they have uh they have a uh like a TV deal with uh I forget what what chat, you know, if it's like CBS or whatever, but you know, like one of those Hollywood like holding deals like to develop something or whatever, you know, based on her life cuz she, she does have like a pretty crazy life. Um and uh but Bill Burr's like attached to it. So, hey, maybe is she yes. from Massachusetts? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think she's. I think she's based in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that, Jessica? Yeah. No, right? no, she's she's in New York. 
Oh, really? Yeah, she's actually at the New York Comedy Club tomorrow. I kind of want to go because I still haven't met her. And, uh, and she sent me a, a nice text this week, or uh, last week, rather. And that she, you know, she li- she's like really happy with the clips, and and uh, it was just nice. It's nice to yeah, meet her. Did she, I'm sure. No, she no, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it's just up to me if I want to fucking drive out to the city uh, again tomorrow, and then I just got to be back there Thursday. And um, and for the listeners, you only live once, babe. I know, but I've been doing a lot of back and forth. Um, uh, as is, uh, it's about to fucking move out there though. Say maybe say wait what um no but uh I wanted to like be in the crowd and, and have her like do crowd work on me. <laughs> she asked me <laughs> asked me what I do. What do you do for a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking clips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a. I got. I don't know what it's at, but la- last uh, uh, my friend texted me. It was at almost eight million views. One of the clips I did for her. Damn. Yeah. Uh yeah, but she's yeah she's she's really good with the crowd work. Uh, but are you allowed to say any announcements on this podcast? Like what? I uh, that would be discreet. I feel like discretion is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, you know Anthony's non-discreet about anything. So. Real, my man, little Toonch said it the best. Real G's move in silence, <laughs> like lasagna. Like lasagna. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You're right. You're right. Oh, don't forget Big J Okerson. Another great crowd work guy. Moving on. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah, he's good with crowd work. Uh, Patri- I mean, we mentioned Patrice. Patrice was like probably the best. Uh, and you know, his, like his story, how he even started doing comedy, he fucking heckled the comedian. And, yeah. it, and the, co- the comedian was like, well, why don't you get up here and do it? And he fucking did better than the comedy. Did you watch it? Yeah. That documentary? Yeah. Did we talk about that? Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Because I bought that that documentary. It was good, but that was fucked up. Like we, I remember the ro- watching the roast too, and everybody was ripping him about the diabetes and like making jokes about getting the foot cut off and shit. And, and you know, but he didn't wasn't part of the documentary. Like he didn't want to go to a doctor. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. He didn't. He he just did. He like really didn't take care of himself. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, no, he was great. Comedy's great. It's it's needed, especially now, because there's so much shit going on. You just, you know, you have to loosen up and lighten up and laugh a little bit because, I mean, shit, we don't know how, how much longer we'll be able to breathe this air. We don't know, you know, if uh, a fucking small wave won't take out all of Long Island. We don't know that, uh, you know, Canada won't fuck around and just fucking bake out the fucking rest of the continent. So, you know, smoke them if you got them. Yeah, you know, it's funny, like, I don't want to keep this going too much longer, but uh, I stopped getting, like, the joints at, like, the bodega because, like, you don't even know if it's, like, fucking (laughs) weed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, uh, but I got one on, I think, Friday. Little jazz cigarette. And, uh, because I was like, if you were outside on Wednesday, don't worry about what's in this joint. Um, would they say it was like if you were outside for X amount of time, it was like smoking six packs of cigarettes? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Sounds like a sounds like a Saturday night in my twenties. Mm. But so yeah, it's nice to laugh. Go watch some comedy. I think that's all she Lighten wrote, up, man. Bitches. Is that all she wrote? 
Yeah, buddy. Live, laugh, love. Love, laugh, live. Lo- love the one you're with. If you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Hell hath no fury. <laughs> like a woman scorned for Sega. Name that movie. Like a woman scorned for Sega. Yeah. I don't know. Deep cut. Deep cut. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. (sighs) Is that uh, Tommy Boy? No. A schooner is a sailboat, you dumb bitch. (laughs) I don't know. What is it? Uh, Jason Lee. Oh, man. Dating game out of the mall. Dating game out of the mall. Oh, uh, mall rats. Mall rats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't I, believe that you just did mall rats. It's one of my favorite movies. Because Jason Lee's in it. I love that you've seen mall rats and not other movies. <laughs> <laughs> you love how I've seen mall rats and not clerks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. You saw Dogma, though, right? No. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> Douglas is better than Mallrats. I used opinion. to carry around a small little Dixie cup like Brody did. And Mallrats. It's <laughs> <laughs> very impressionable in high school. Jason Lee said the best or my favorite word in the English dictionary from that movie. What? And he was saying it to Ben Affleck and Matt Damon because they were fallen angels. And he goes, you guys are fucking walking around incognito. <laughs> and I was like, what's that mean? I went into AOL and figured out what I'm incognito meant. I watched a little movie with Jason Lee in it today. Oh, uh, Almost Famous? Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that <clears throat> one. That's a good one. Did you watch the uh, extended cut? Because it's quite a no. quite a uh, uh, an addition. It's not like a couple of minutes. It's like it's a lot. I think it's like 15 or 20 minutes. Maybe, maybe I'll go back and watch it one day. I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. And then that's that's where the season two episode like one maybe of Entourage when they had the 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 brownout from the from the heat wave and they go to that kid's backyard yeah. and he has his almost yeah. famous moment. The golden god thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Shout out, uh, what's the girl's name? The blonde. Kate Hudson? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Nothing like a good drug overdose to get the juices flowing. <laughs> Them ludes. Um, what, it was quaaludes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. I thought it was, I thought it was heroin. Good old H, the brown bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I gotta go shoot up. Um, all right, you know what? <laughs> Do your drugs responsibly, kids. Uh, make sure there's adult supervision at all times. Uh, don't go in the deep end. Make sure you got an anchor if you're doing hallucinogens. And if you got Molly, have plenty of water. <laughs> um, that's going to do her for this week of Unofficial Intelligence. We're still in the dark, but we still like lighting up your life. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, go follow us on Instagram. Uh, at unofficial underscore pod. Uh, that's the best place to stay up to date and in the loop with everything going on with the show. Any announcements, uh, they happen there. 
You got the link tree in the bio if you want to navigate to all the other social media pages, websites, emails, whatever. Or if you're old school and you want one thing in one place, or all things in one place, I should say, unofficialpod.com. Have a, a great week. Enjoy your weekend. Love your dads out there. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, NY Frank, for the emails. I'm sending him an email for Father's Day, actually. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. We love you, Ohio. <clears throat> just need a little uh, sip of water. <laughs> I do actually need water. I, I, I must have went to this glass like five times and there's like one drop. Bone dry. All right. <laughs>